good people who have traveled from villages near and far. Lend me your ears. Hello? Hello? Anybody home? What's up, Miss Tasty? What's up, what's up? Hi there, nice to see you. Bumblebee Tuna? Bumblebee Tuna! Hello, West Man Tooth. Hello, Evening News Team. You are now listening to another edition of Movie Review Crew. Welcome to the Goody Room. Their ability to open is f***ing heroic. And now, with your permission, I'm going to do my stuff. What are you going to do? I'm going to do the best I can. Thank you for listening, everybody. This is another edition of the Movie Review Crew. I'm your host, Mike Lucas, and joining me is Steve Rushlaw. How you doing? Shane Carnikin. How's it going? And Matt McNeil. What's up? Nothing much. This this has been a fun month, or two actually. At this point, would you guys agree? Yeah, I've enjoyed it. Yeah, I mean, I haven't had to watch uh, any terrible Star Wars prequels yet, so it's going okay so far. Oh, just you. Wait. Yeah, I think it's kind of opened. There was up. a request for one. I yeah. know. I think it's kind of opened our viewing. I don't know what I'm looking for. Opened our horizons a little bit on the movies yeah, we watch. Yeah, kind of expanded what we're yeah. picking. Yeah, expanded our eyes. Oh, yeah, yeah, like opened uh, our horizons. I, I otherwise wouldn't have, and still wish that I didn't watch The Master. <laughs> so there's that. <laughs> there is that. But on the bright side, you watch The Master. That's mm, just a thought. True. Uh, if for anyone who is listening to this for the first time. I mean, the show for the first time. We are in the middle of... It's not what you know. Prove it. All right, then I will. If it's a proof of what I think it's a proof of, it's a very important proof. It's what you can prove. Prove it month. Yay. Good. Go to our website, moviereviewcrew.com, and you can request movies right on our homepage. The theme of Prove It Month is to prove something about a movie. That uh, may be a misconception. Maybe you you might be the minority on something, or you just want to prove you know something like the actor's good in this movie. Last uh, last episode was a great one. We did take shelter. Steve proved that Michael Shannon is more than just what Shane believes, which is just a screamy guy. It's not it's not so much what I believe. It's what his mainstream movies portray him as because he he is. Uh, I've never said that he's bad. I, I do like Michael Shannon. I know he's a great actor. But he's good in... I mean, how many people do you think saw Take Shelter? Six. Uh, six. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of what we talked but, about. Yeah. It, it's his mainstream roles that every time he's cast in a blockbuster or or a mainstream sure. role, it's yeah. just the screamy guy. Yeah, we, and, we so talk. it's not necessarily that I think he's that. It's just that that's what he is portrayed yeah. as. Yeah, and, and that one was proven correct. He is... An amazing actor. That movie has the whole, like, trove of emotions that he goes through. But this episode, listener request, Kong Skull Island. We've talked about this movie a little bit on our show before. The the uh, listener challenged us to say something nice about it. They want us to prove that it's uh. <laughs> they they think it's good. They yeah. like it and. Do you have the, Basically, uh, they're proving that it's good. I'll, I will read word for word yes. what they wrote, but it's essentially what it boils down to is, yeah, this is good. Yes. Uh, so, so, actually, hold on to that. Okay. Hold ahead. on to I, that. I've we'll, got it up ready. We'll do theaters first. We'll, we'll, we have movies coming out to theaters this week. We have box office results, and then we have a review of Kong Skull Island. So we'll get to that when we get to the Kong Skull Island review. What are the movies coming out to theaters? Uh, Black Christmas, the remake of... Black Christmas, yep. I gave you yep. my heart. The yep. the remake of the remake of the remake. Yep. It's of like the, the 1980s original. Tried to make this bad story entertaining, and we'll see how many people care. Not me. <laughs> uh, also coming out, Bombshell, which Matt and I were just talking about. That actually looks pretty dang good. Margot Robbie, Charlize Theron, uh, Nicole Kidman, right? Yeah, Nicole Kidman. That's the other one. Yep. Uh, based on a true story. Uh, about the Fox News, Fox Media Empire. Fox and the Hound. Fox and the Hound. <laughs> yep. Yep. Uh, Jumanji, the next level, comes out. Oh, gross. I still haven't seen the first one. <laughs> and I think this is the third. This is second. I think it's the third. Isn't well, it only the second? Well, it's yeah, because there was Jumanji. Uh, and then. Well, I think he's talking about the second one with The Rock. 
This is the second one with The Rock. Yeah. Third Jumanji movie total. Yeah. There was Jumanji the video game. Yeah, there was Jumanji 2, Dark Jumanji. There's also (laughs) Zathura. Oh, God. Also coming out is Richard Jewell by director Clint Eastwood. That looks pretty dang good. Yeah, I saw the the trailer to that, uh, I believe, in front of The Lighthouse, and it looks pretty good, and it's got a pretty good cast in it. It's getting... uh, Good reviews, not great, but good reviews. Sam Rockwell is is getting praise. He's always good. Uh, Hidden Life comes out. A true a biopic. Biopic about Austrian <laughs> peasant Franz Jägerstatter, <laughs> a simple farmer who became a symbol of heroism when he refused to bow to Hitler's rule. Oh, so it's another World War Two movie. Uh, it's more about. Uh, faith and religion mm. than it is the actual war. It's just about him his stand I guess, but not actually in the war mm. during the war, not in the war I guess if that makes sense. And then one that looks interesting, Uncut Gems with Adam Sandler. That yeah. one does look interesting. A lot of talk about his performance in that. So that one that one I will check out. I don't know if I'll see it in theaters, but I will eventually. I saw um, an interview with him a while back where he basically <clears throat> he admitted out loud on camera that he shouldn't do comedies anymore. And I'm like, good for you, Adam Sandler, for <laughs> yeah. having being self-aware enough to know that you should not keep making comedies. Well, I, I get that sentiment because maybe he wants to... To try to do something else, but people are going to expect him to be. I mean, because he he said like he's like I don't have it anymore. I should not do comedies, and I'm like, yeah, you're right. Well, I think he fell into because he had said that with his kids, he didn't want to like do any like crazy outlandish roles. Yeah, that he yeah, just yeah. kind of wanted to be this comedic Netflix guy, and I think he just kept trying to do these comedic roles. And I mean, yeah, he's got his classics, but well, when yeah. was the last time he's Done a good movie, a good movie or, or good funny. comedy? Uh, Ridiculous Six was <laughs> dumb but funny. I yeah, like that. One. I wouldn't recommend people see that. No, that's one that you feel bad about enjoying, but you still yeah, enjoy that's it. That's a guilty pleasure. <laughs> yeah. like, people like, did you see Ridiculous Six? And you're like, yeah, it was dumb, right? <laughs> Taylor, Taylor Lautner's got a strong <laughs> neck, and they try hanging him. Yeah, <laughs> so stupid. Oh, just kidding, y'all. <laughs> Oh, that was so stupid, but I still like it. God, they're ridiculous. Uh, wh- anything else? No, that's it. That's it. Okay. Uncut Gems does look good, though. That's this week it comes out? Yeah. I don't know if that's wide release, though, or not. It doesn't say, so. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm probably not going to see that one in theaters, but I'll I'll catch it once it hits you know, Redbox or streaming yes. or something like that. But the Bombshell, I do want to go see. Um, that movie looks real good. All right. All right. Uh, this is this is getting to the point of the year where I look back and all of the movies that came out of the theaters that I wanted to see but then just didn't. And I think I'm going to start writing them down to create a master list of like, ah, you need to revisit these at some point. It's going to be a long list. Dude, I mean, there, well, there's like y- years past. Like, I've wanted to see movies and I didn't get around to it. And this podcast is great for that reason to like, oh, I missed that movie. Let's go pick it. But... You know, it's also bad because you're we're forced to watch the movies for this instead of keeping up on the recent releases. So you kind of sure. get behind in that aspect. Sure. Well, and I mean, yeah, I get, I get what you're saying. Uh, let's move on to box office results. Anyone want to guess what was number one? Frozen two. Anyone want to guess what's number two? I don't even know what came out. Mister Rogers. What just came out last week? I Nothing really. Did. Yeah, I don't remember. I don't think. The, I'll tell you what. Nothing that came out last week is in the top fourteen. Um, Knives Jeez. Out. Knives Out is number two. Knives Out is at number two. So it goes Frozen, Knives Out, and then Ford versus Ferrari. Oh yeah, I forgot that movie came out. That's still making money then. That must be doing pretty well in in the box office. It's grossed about a hundred million at this point. Good, a little, little under that. I I want to see that movie. I that, do too. I just haven't. Yeah, yeah it looks interesting. That see, and that's one that like I I might not be able to go see. 
Yeah, but I, it's a movie I, I had desire to see. Uh, a Queen and Slim. Yeah, that one did look good. I yeah, did that one looks I'm good, s- too. Uh, honestly, though, I'm surprised. It's, it didn't look like one that I would have guessed would have been a, a success financially, no. I guess, but I, I suppose it is. Yeah. Uh, a Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood is coming in at fifth, followed by Dark Waters and 21 Bridges. Mm-hmm. Anyone want to guess where Midway stands on the list? Eighth. Eighth. Fifteenth. That sounded like he had done research on it. Uh, that was a straight guess. Oh. <laughs> he well, sounded really confident, so I went with it. I just threw out a number. Well, what's it at? Uh, ninth. Dang. Oh, so close. <laughs> oh, close one, close one, close one. Uh, all right. Let's 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 play a little game of... Hang on, hang on. Pop quiz, asshole. Oh, which, already. But no, this. which one has... Uh, Grossed more money. <laughs> okay. What movie? Midway or Joker? Joker. <laughs> Joker. Easily. Joker. Midway or Playing with Fire? God, Midway. What is Playing with Fire? That's, that's John that's Cena. Firefighter one with John oh. Cena and the kid. Probably Midway. That's Midway. Midway or A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood? A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. I'm going to say Midway because it's been out longer. Probably Midway. It's Midway. Mm. Anyone want to guess Midway or Knives Out? I'm gonna say Knives, Knives Out. Out. Beat it probably in one week. <laughs> Knives Out was a pretty it's had a pretty Knives big Out, first yeah. week, I think. Yeah, it did. Uh, Midway or actually no no we've we've done all the close ones in the Midway. God, that movie looks terrible. Midway or Frozen Two? I'm just kidding. <laughs> Frozen Two or Joker? Probably Frozen. Joker two. still at this point. Do you think so? I I, I think so. I think prop. Because Frozen Two, all people are taking all their kids to see that and stuff, and uh, yeah. Whereas my, Joker my, is rated I don't R, and know that it's been out long enough yet. Though. Three weeks. Yeah, but for Frozen had Thanksgiving. Three weeks Week. for Frozen Two, or ten weeks for Joker. Frozen Two. I think yeah, Frozen I guess Two. Three weeks is quite a bit. I'm still going Joker. Frozen Two. Dang it. Five well, ha- five million dollar difference. Who? Yeah, it's close. It's close. But that is ridiculous. That is the. Star power of Olaf. Let me tell you what. <laughs> and Disney. Well, Disney and, and they were—they're always smart to release a uh, animated movie right around Thanksgiving because that's literally what they're gonna go see over yeah. Thanksgiving. I saw. I woke up this morning and I was looking through my Instagram. I don't know if it's from Frozen or Frozen Two, but there's a little scene of Olaf walking through the forest and he's like, "Elsa, someone, Samantha," and he's like. Oh, I don't even know a Samantha. And he just starts laughing, and it said, like, <laughs> drunk me in the bar looking for my friends. <laughs> oh, like, boy. That's, that's me. Uh, that's me. Uh, I haven't seen Frozen or Frozen 2, though. Are they good? I've seen the first one. It's, it's, it's I right. don't it's know. It's not bad. I also have not we seen We actually just them. recently re-watched that. Why? Has does it, it, does it, it change? Um... No, because that's what happens when you have a wife. <laughs> yeah, she picked it. She picked Frozen for her movie this past Friday. I think it was. I don't know. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Um, okay. Do we want to? Are, what? What? what do we? Were we going to talk about any of the movies we had seen this year the, on the most anticipated list, or are we saving that? I think Shane was I, just going to write. I'm about working him. on updating the list. I've updated. Yeah. Talk about the new things. Uh, well, th- so <laughs> we made that list. Uh. What? When did we we release it? March or something? February? Uh, January? Most anticipated? I want yeah. to say that was February. That was January. Was, was it? Okay. So so we made this list of most anticipated movies of this year, and then we kind of just forgot to update it. I think wow. we did the first three. We were really good, and then as soon as Toy Story four came out, it was just like and people were like, "I don't want to go to the theater to see that I, crap." Who the <laughs> hell put that on our most anticipated list yet? Brant. <clears throat> And so nobody wanted to go see that crap in theaters, and we kind of just stopped watching them and, and reviewing them on our website. So instead of having episodes, uh, we're just kind of going to give little synopsis, synopsis I, of our thoughts and scores and, and things like that. So be on the lookout. I'll, I'll pimp it on all the social media. When it's completely updated, you could get our thoughts and grades for everything that we were excited about. And whether it was a failure like Glass or lived up to expectations like uh, us. Man, I'm so 
disappeared. Thanks for reminding me about glass. <laughs> yep. I had to remind myself when I, I was going back over the list. Like, Wasn't that oh, number one? Shit, that was number one. <laughs> it's our most anticipated uh, movie. And it's probably like in the bottom three of the worst movies I've seen this year. It's up there for me. Yeah, man. Man, oh, man. So the movies on our list that we have to review still, John Wick 3, Parabellum. We did that. We did that. Did we? Yeah, there's on an the episode show? of it. Yeah. Okay, so we did that one. <laughs> we, we did Toy Story 4. We don't did, have to. We did Triple Frontier as well. We did. Uh, we've done Us. We did. Uh, we haven't done Hobbs and Shaw. Uh, we haven't done The Lion King. We haven't done The Irishman. We haven't done Joker. I mean, we've all talked about Joker. Yeah. That doesn't that that one I think deserves a full episode. Probably. In all honesty. Honestly, I think the only one of the list we haven't talked about on this episode is Dragged Across Concrete. Which was I think just an, an honorable mention. I don't think that yeah. even made the list. I think it, it was just it was close just enough a... to the to the other ones that it made the honorable mention. Also Greyhound. Greyhound is the World War Two naval movie with Tom Hanks. They got and pushed that's back. gotten pushed back all the way to May or something of next year. So that's so. not even <laughs> that's <laughs> a wasted spot on, on that list. Yeah. So I mean it's not like we haven't kept up. Like the Irishman just came out. That's true. That's true. Um Lion King sucks, so I don't blame you. <laughs> Fair. Oh, speaking of which, could have told you that. Speaking of which, I I talked uh, or I was watching this video about it was some like obscure video that I was watching. I was like the the recent bad CGI that we've had in Hollywood, and they talked about the Andy Serkis Mowgli film that he directed. Yeah, yeah. And they said the CGI in that film, he did mocap like a lot of these movies do. Yes. But they made it look more humanized. Yes. So they could emote. Yes. And they learned from that 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 doesn't look good. No, it it looks distracting as shit. Yes, and it's not that the CG looks bad no. per se, because it still looked it, real. It looks real. But it just looked like Deformed. human faces. Yes. Yeah, it, yeah, it was human faces on animals, and it was just not... It, it, yeah. Yeah, like you said, it was distracting. It was off-putting. It was yeah. really weird. And they, they were, I was looking at it because they were like had the footage, and I was like, oh my god, they're absolutely but, right. So, but that's where you need to go is the medium ground. You need to have animal faces that emote, not human faces on animals. Well, right, and, and I think... <laughs> and that's why you just make it a cartoon. Uh, yes. Fair. And, yeah. and someone... So they, going back, I'm, they remade the Sonic movie basically start to finish yes. because of bad CGI. Would you imagine if they tried doing that for The Lion King? That movie's still going to be terrible. Sonic? Yeah. Agreed. Um, I, I think Lion King would have benefited from... Emoting animals? Yes. yes. You, well, 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 I mean, let, let's, just, let's just come right out and call it what it is. Disney never should have remade that movie. Fair. No, they shouldn't have, but it was, hey, we can make this because yeah, it's we, been 20 years. We all know why they did it, though, so it's, I mean... Church. It is, yeah, it is what it is. I, mean, I can't it, blame them for doing it. No, I can. I can. Well, <laughs> what, I mean, what's the point of movies to make, make money? money. Uh, I, and Lion King made the, a the business side. Of money. I understand that, but the the art side, I hate. But that see, point. and that's that's the problem with Disney buying up all these companies because then it doesn't matter what kind of garbage they put out; it's going to be the only thing to go see. Not the only. Uh, speaking of though uh, of Disney remakes, live action remakes. Did you guys see the trailer to Mulan? Yeah, that look, actually does look kind of good. It does, and the reason, at least to me, that it looks good or interesting, at least, is that it 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 is its own version. It's not a shot for shot. It's not a musical with the same exact yeah, songs. Yeah. It's it's a plus it's, it's a unique vision of the same story, well, which makes it completely way more interesting to me than the the. Yeah, Aladdin, and it's also Lion be, King. For me, it's also because it's mostly human characters, whereas yeah. Lion King is all animals. Beauty and the Beast, you have the beast and all the teacups and stuff. There doesn't need to be such a reliance on CG. Yeah. Plus Donnie Yen. Yep. So uh, there's that. <laughs> Jesus. That's honestly the biggest reason why <laughs> I, mean, I want to go see yeah. it. Yeah. Because Donnie Yen's in it. Didn't Ip Man 4, four come Dude, out recently? It's a Christmas release. Oh, my God. Yeah. I saw that, and I was like, You want to know who's the bad guy in that? Donnie Young? Scott Adkins. Oh, really? Yes. Shane just crammed Uh, in his pants. Yes. Yeah, I think he did. I muted you so hard. I'll yell. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) 
I don't I don't know about I don't know about that. I mean, Donnie Yen's probably good enough to carry the movie, but Scott Adkins is the bad guy. Yeah, dude. Hey. I mean, he's not going to be required to do anything but be like this kick people anti. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, I mean, the whole Ip Man franchise is is just this kind of. Oh uh, yeah, no, I mean, the there's patriotism. They're of, so of good. Donnie Yen's character, and and so basically, it's just going to be Scott Atkins putting down his culture and his fighting style. It's going to be the same stuff we've been given. Oh sure, and you know Scott Atkins can fight, so. That's going to be so, incredible. But, do we but is it going to be as good as it meant to? Probably not. <laughs> it could at least hopefully be as good as <laughs> It Man 3 with, with uh, why can't it be, the, uh, Mike Tyson. It's going to be at least that good. <laughs> it Mike, can't be Mike worse. Mike Tyson was in It Man 3? Yeah. Good yep. God. He was also in the second Kickboxer sequel. So he got to fight Jean-Claude Van Damme. All right, we are moving on. And he fought Steven Seagal in a straight-to-DVD action movie. Just saying. Mike Tyson's a martial artist now. (laughs) Mike Tyson? (laughs) Who knew? He can punch people real good, Mike Tyson. Moving on. Our website is moviereviewcrew.com. You can request movies right on our homepage. We have most anticipated... Uh, are we gonna? I mean, we're gonna be doing a most anticipated for 2020. I would hope. Uh, yeah, eventually, yes. Okay. Yep. Are we gonna wait a few months to see? Kind of. Yeah. Let some more news yeah, I mean, trickle I, down. I really only. I don't know of any movies coming out next year other than I know that the Lodge got pushed back to 2020. That's really the only one. I imagine the Greyhound will be on that list since it was on um, our 2019. I list. would also <laughs> assume that Halloween. Oh yes. yeah, ha- ha- I forgot. Would the be on that list. Halloween. Wait, wait hang on. Oh god. Hang no. on. Oh my god. It's fine. Yep. I know what it's gonna be. Yep. Uh, Halloween music. Yep. Okay. God, you guys are children. <laughs> well, I mean, I knew you were looking for it, but I'm like, man, this is taking too long. Yep. Just oh, timing oh, issues. I really as well. thought you guys were gonna think I was. Knew that was I, coming too. I, I, I know that. That's what Steve thought. <laughs> yeah. See, that's what I thought. Uh, no, I figured the Halloween theme that was coming. No, so yes, moviereviewcrew.com will have a most anticipated of 2020. Uh, good glasses are is on my 2020 list. Pro- uh, probably the beginning of January, around that time. And yeah. send us your list, listeners. If you have yes. a list of movies you're anticipating for 2020, let us know, and we'll read those or include them in our, in our list. And, and you, you can yeah, email we could try us. Yeah, we could try to pick some of those movies throughout the year. Absolutely. You can email us, podcast at moviereviewcrew.com. Are there? We're gonna be doing some videos next year too. Hopefully, I hopefully, hopefully. yeah. Hopefully, we'll be we'll doing be some cool, videos, right? which will give you more content. If there's, that will also help us to stay current because many of the movies we pick are based around a theme month yes. or things like that. So it's not necessarily the current movies. So when something like Joker comes out and we're not doing an episode on it, a couple of us can get together and and pump out a video and give you our thoughts on it so we'll absolutely help us stay relevant help us get more content out there yes very very exciting stuff happening on our show again it's moviereviewcrew.com we have a special i just like the sounder so i'm gonna play it again okay it's not what you know prove it all right then i will if it's a proof of what i think it's a proof of it's a very important proof it's what you can prove I just love Denzel. That, that gets me pumped just because Denzel, man. I love mm-hmm, Denzel. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I get it, man. I get it. We are doing Prove It Month listener request on this episode to prove something nice about Kong Skull Island. Yeah. Well, I think that's thanks, basically, Johnny. basically the... the the Yeah, and, and this... We were going to do this one almost back-to-back with Godzilla, King of the Monsters... Yeah. yeah, we that and, was and then it didn't work out. But it's relatively close. But yeah, it's it's close enough. So Godzilla King of the Monsters, this one, these episodes go hand in hand. What was the uh actual listener submission? So uh quote in his words, I challenge you turds to say something good about it. The story was engaging, gave a good premise for the kaiju verse, acting was good with solid performances from Jackson, Goodman, and Loki and just enough comic relief to keep it from going over the top. And most importantly, the movie looks damn gorgeous. So basically, it's a good movie, and he's challenging us to go in with an open mind and agree with us. With I mean, did, did the movie get like slaughtered on Rotten Tomatoes or something? I think it did well. It did fine. It was 75% from critics and, and 69 from audiences, if I remember. I think whoever had seen this movie before 
had spoken lowly of this movie yes. on this podcast. Uh, I think I it was Mike. Mike. <laughs> I, I think that's probably why he's trying to okay make us go in with a positive outlook is because Mike and I believe Aaron. I, I believe Aaron this, as well when he saw okay, it, trashed it. This movie, in my mind, bait and switch. It was not the movie I saw in the trailer. It was not good. I don't. It, it was. <laughs> it was just a subpar, terrible usage of the characters in the film. It gave me zero characters to latch onto. But yeah, so I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna go through IMDb real quick. Did you? Sorry, did you rewatch this this time? I didn't. Okay, didn't have time. I'm I'm interested to see what you guys think though. I'll be, I'll be here to chime in every once in a while. Kong Skull Island from 2017. It's a PG-13 film, hour and 58 minutes long. It's an action-adventure fantasy film. After the Vietnam War, a team of scientists explores an uncharted island in the Pacific, venturing into the domain of the mighty Kong, and must fight to escape a primal Eden. I like that. Directed by Jordan Vogt-Roberts. Vogt? Vogt? I don't know how to say that. V-O-G-T. Yeah. Okay. So I feel like it's missing some some vowels, but that's fine. Screenplay by Dan Gilroy and Max Bornstein, starring Loki, Samuel L. Jackson, Brie Larson, John C. Riley, John Goodman, Corey Hawkins, who was in uh, Straight Outta Compton. He did really good in that movie. I love that dude. Oh, which one, which one was he in Kong? Who did he play? He was Houston Brooks. Houston? Okay. Okay. No, I'm thinking of the wrong guy. Sorry. Uh, but I'll find him. Shea Wiggum, who was on the last episode yeah. in Take Shelter. Uh, the film on Rotten Tomatoes, as you said, gets 75% certified fresh from critics. Audience score of 69%. Uh, 6.5 nice. from critics. <laughs> 6.5 from critics. 7.22. I did the math before. Dang. Mm-hmm. You can't prepare. Yeah, dude. Holy moly. Critics consensus offering exhilarating eye candy, so- solid acting, and fast-paced story. Kong Skull Island earns its spot in the movie Monsters Mythos without ever matching up to the classic original. Hmm. And I, by the way, I was thinking of uh, Jason Mitchell and in this he film. He plays Mills. He was he was one of the side characters, but he did really good a year before in Straight Outta Compton. And that's still one I need to see. Straight Outta Compton. I wanted to when it came out it in was, theaters, and I it's just it one movie. that's just kind of it keeps slipping under the cracks. It's a very me. good movie. I don't same thing. I think it was that's one of the most criminally underrated on our episode or on our show, just because like I don't think it's a movie for non hip hop and rap likers. You know what I mean? Yeah. Anyway, did we review that? We did. Yeah, we did. Oh, I was I just wasn't on it, I guess. Yeah. But anyway, what do you guys think of uh, Kong Skull Island? What are your first thoughts? I agree with that critics consensus and with the the listener request that it, first and foremost the visuals I think are are fantastic. I think the tone is very good for a monster movie. It, it it's very adventurous. Uh it helps that they're going to this exotic island where where basically they can just do whatever they want with the creatures and and the it's like all it's almost like going to a different planet basically that there's no mm-hmm, rules mm-hmm. uh i don't think it lives up to the greats of the greats of these kind of movies but it is very fun it's very entertaining i think it is well acted despite the characters being a little underwritten and underdeveloped possibly i i don't blame the actors for that they all did i think very very good and it was how refreshing was it to see monster fights in broad daylight i'm gonna give it like 14 points it's it's, right now it's at least a 14 out of 10 because of that alone (laughs) but it's a musical (laughs) (laughs) actually honestly if if i get a kaiju musical that yeah i'm not i won't take a point off for it that'll add a point because that would be awesome fair (laughs) fair enough yeah i think this that is the reason i like this movie a lot more than Godzilla King of the Monsters is because you actually see what is it the skull what's he call him uh, what what the, did the he call skull crawlers skull skull crawlers skull, yeah. the skull crawlers and Kong fighting those scenes were fantastic because they're literally showing you 
the fight scenes instead of seeing the little people walk underneath them and kind of seeing the Yeah, the camera work was amazing during the fight scenes. It was it was pulled out wide shots of monsters fighting. You had a good grasp of where they were, what they were doing to each other, the size of them. Yeah, I'm curious to see uh what McNeil thought because he loved Godzilla. So, McNeil, what are your thoughts on this? I mean, loved is not love. You enjoyed <laughs> I mean, it. I think I gave it like a six and a half. You enjoyed so I it. I gave it a, a C plus, but you enjoyed um, it more than everybody else did. I mean, that's true. I I did, um, and that's mostly because of of how well I thought the monsters. But yeah, we already went through that. Um, I half agree with the listener. Um, I think that the the monster fights were shot very well. Um, you know, with it, I don't necessarily think that whether it's daytime or nighttime that really matter that do, it doesn't matter as long as the action is shot well um and, that is and, true and because I, there were some night scenes in this that were very good I yeah think. and I, I i think that the action in this movie was shot very well um the the performances is where i i waver a little bit like i i did i mean john goodman did the best with what he had he wasn't really given a whole lot to do but i pretty much everybody else in the movie other than john c Riley. I hated, I hated but every character in this movie. Was that, was that because of the the performance or because of the writing? Uh, a little bit of both. Because if you were to say it's the writing, I I would one hundred percent agree. And, and it's kind of one of those things where I waver because most of the characters are caricatures, which honestly is kind of just as that's what happens in in. Number one, it happens in war movies. Most characters in war movies are these caricatures of where they're from or whatever the the case is. And honestly, in monster movies, the, the humans are just there to serve this purpose of progressing the story and, and getting to the next monster fight. So I don't think they're terrible. They're just... They're about on par with every other monster movie. Right, and, uh, which is why I don't... But, but I, see, I don't when, hate when you, it. But when you have... In the in 2014's Godzilla, and you have that powerhouse performance from B. Kranz, and and that movie, I think, is lo- if, if they would have kept him in the movie the whole time instead of killing him off halfway through, I, that would have been a fantastic yes. movie for for a human perspective. That's true, and, and no other uh, monster movie to date has given a character like that performance. That's true, but that's also. You're correct. Cranston was amazing in it uh, for the time he was in it. But when me personally, and this is just personal preference, when I go to see a monster movie, I don't want a serious, intimate human story. I want an adventure. Sure. I want a, a, a movie that's fun, a movie that's just a blast, a movie that's just kind of, yes, it's silly and dumb, and some of the things just kind of like... If you think about it too much, that's kind of stupid. But it's a—it's just an adventure. It's—it's it's just this kind of theme ride of what's going to happen next and this monster. And and, and I, I agree with you on that as well. However, that's what these these movies take themselves very seriously. Um, maybe Kong a little bit less so, but it it, it yeah. still it still took its itself seriously enough where the performances should have matched that. Well, and and you've got Samuel Jackson who just seems bored. The entire really? movie. I didn't get that at all. Oh, see, I, I didn't get his boredom. I, I I thought he had a very. In fact, I think this was Sam Jackson's usually very boisterous and 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 angry, and he's got that that energy and that kind of rage and fire. And I think this was actually a pretty good job of a more subtle version of that. Whereas, like the suppressed rage that's controlled by this man, that because he is a, a man that is used to being in control of everything around him and so he's you had the typical sam jackson rage but it was kind of more subdued and under the surface i, I actually thought he was very good in it nah he should have he should have gone over the top samuel jackson nah, that also could have been fun I, I won't say that wouldn't have been but I, I i like what he did but like you said would the over the top sam jackson match the movie's well, see what they what they need to do instead. Of, these movies need to stop taking themselves so seriously, and they they should go for a more. I, I don't want to say goofy, but but 
a less serious tone, which... They, they should be fun movies. That's yeah. the point of it. They are a monster movie. And I don't think this one took itself too too seriously. You need to have a balance of, of it. It needs to be serious enough to where it's taken seriously as a movie and taken seriously as, I, I guess, serious enough to where you can see it happening in the real world. Yeah. If it's if it's too outlandish then it, and it's a Michael Bay movie, then oh, sure, well, it's, yeah, no, sure it's fun. Nobody's advocating for that. <laughs> but I know. I, I'm, I'm, I'm going into hyperbole, but... If it's too silly, it it takes you out of real world, and they want this to feel like it's happening in the real world. Sure. So it's it's serious enough to where that is. But you can you can have it taking place in the real world and still have enjoyable characters. See, I thought there and, were a lot of enjoyable characters. See, and outside of John C. Riley, I didn't enjoy any of the characters. Like, <laughs> I can, I can, I can appreciate like the performances that John Goodman did, and and I, I mean, I kind of see where you're coming at with Samuel Jackson's performance, but I didn't enjoy those characters. What about uh, uh, Cole? Uh, I think it was Shay Wiggum was the actor's name. The the pilot that was just kind of off, the one that held the grenade uh-huh. at the end. I thought his character I mean, I was liked, fantastic. I liked that moment. Listen, there was nothing to his character, but he was just this weird kind of off guy that would say these quotes. <laughs> I like the one he brings up the... Uh, remember the story about the 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 mouse and the lion? Mm-hmm. And how, and he's like, you know that story's about a mouse that pulled a thorn out of a lion's paw and they became friends? He goes, no, it's about a mouse that killed a lion with a thorn. <laughs> just weird things that he would say like that that were just so off. I I loved his character. No, he, he he was a nice character, um, but he he was so in the background that you know outside of the the couple of times where he came in and had one of those weird quotes and then the the grenade moment at the end, which was a fun moment. I enjoyed that moment. Um, but then you've got John C. Riley who is John C. Riley in every movie that he's in and that's great and please don't ever change John C. Riley. Yeah, there's I a little you. bit of a uh, little bit of Steve Brule in in his character in oh, this yeah. one. A little bit uh, of Dr. Steve Brule. A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, see, I think I don't think it was the a- I didn't have any any issues with the actors in general. I think it was more of the directing and the story not really giving them enough time to Build any yeah, two hours, and I'm fine with that. I don't. I want more focus on the adventure and the ex- exploration and, and the monsters and the yeah. the building and, of this world. I want more of that than characters. The the little bit of character development we get is more. It's not really developing who they are. It's just kind of giving them little quirks i sure. guess more so than giving them a, a character and, and i thought it was fine and i will say what what this movie does um better than king of the monsters for sure uh is getting from set piece to set piece relatively quickly uh um, yeah so it it for a two-hour movie it went by pretty fast um oh it's non-stop i mean it's it's once it starts it doesn't stop and it and it's such a not only do we have kong but we have we have these spider creatures and then these birds. There's so many creatures that they, they create. And yeah, they just kind of throw them. It was like they had a storyboard and they came up with creatures and just threw them at it. But I'm fine with that because yeah. it, it was the pacing was incredible. And it was edited to, to, to feel smooth. The storyline flew by and we got a lot of monster adventure. I loved it. I think this movie is a blast. Not to mention his, his point... The visuals, there are some visual in this that are absolutely fantastic. There were some that were kind of off. The night scene with Godzilla, there was uh, quite a bit of green screen Kong? on that scene. Uh, with Godzilla. <laughs> with Kong. <laughs> the night scene with Kong. Uh, there were some green screen scenes in this movie that were a little iffy. But for the most part, I think that the imagery was amazing. I think... Like you said, most of the issues were when it was nighttime and you're trying to light a yes. dark that's, ape. That's exactly what it was, was the lighting. Yep. Um, well, uh, good news for everybody. The director of Godzilla vs. Kong, which comes out uh, in 2020, um, 
is a big horror movie director. Oh, so. God. That works so well for <laughs> Godzilla, King of Monsters. Yeah. I mean, it's the same guy that directed Your Next, and I, I enjoyed that movie. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. He's doing it. Yeah. I actually do like... What, what I can't think of his name now. Uh, Adam... Driver. Adam Wingard. Adam Driver, yep. Adam Wingard. Wingard. Yes. I that That does get me excited. I actually do like him, so... Hopefully it's not King of Monsters. But getting back to <laughs> Kong, uh, <laughs> how did you not? I, I, I still can't get over the fact you didn't like Sam Jackson in this. Uh, you know, and 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 I just to me when I when I think of Samuel Jackson, I think of performances like uh, Snakes on a Plane, like pop Monk culture or like yeah like, pulp fiction or yeah pulp, <laughs> pop yeah, culture not pop culture pulp fiction yeah <laughs> no i i get it uh, and, and i kind and, of enjoyed and, this more subdued and, version and of him there though. are some subdued performances that he's done that i liked you know um i i enjoyed unbreakable i liked his performance uh, yes. in that um i enjoyed his performance in black snake moan uh but this to me felt more like a glass performance where he's just kind of there and he's saying his lines and he just doesn't he wants to go home that's oh, that's what see, that movie that's that what his performance all. felt like to me what about the speech the the Icarus speech go, uh, flying into the storm in the helicopter yeah, I thought see, that, it, it, <laughs> I thought that was awesome uh, I don't know. And maybe maybe it's the dialogue specifically. And oh, the, it was stupid, but I thought that added to it. Ah, see, I disagree. If, if if anything else, Sam Jackson is probably the number one greatest actor in Hollywood right now of delivering the worst dialogue with such gusto that it just <laughs> makes it awesome. <laughs> I mean, this dude did a whole two hours of hour and a half of snakes on the plane and made it incredible yeah <laughs> no other actor can take just the horrible dialogue that he gets and and just make it hilarious and awesome and i i got that with him in this movie see i i, I feel like i could have gotten that if they would have allowed him to go like you know how we say like go full nick cage if he had been allowed to go full yeah. sam jackson it I, I can think it see that elevated it for i can me. At, at least at least at some point towards towards his breaking point right if he would have just kind of gone like his, berserk. his whole character is like he's slowly like losing his mind and he's going insane on this island and, and the entire time he's doing it he's still this reserved character and i'm like no 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 you, you need to have him go full sam jackson especially towards the end like have him become that unhinged character i think that would have that could have been a lot fun, more yeah. enjoyable in my opinion yeah i thought sooner or later the way they were going with it, he was eventually going to do something along that lines, but Kong just kind of squashes him. Well, and, and that's one of the things I liked about this movie is, is it there were a few times where you it it would set up expectations of what you think would happen based on what typically happens in a movie like this, um, only to just at some points literally smash those expectations like. Uh, like Steve was saying, uh, and we're going to get into spoiler alerts now, but uh, Sam Jackson's going to have this big moment where he, he's here he's coming with his mf that you knew was in inevitable, and he's going to push this button and blow up things, and it's going to be... Uh, and then he just smashed, and he's dead in an instant. Or uh, we were talking about the grenade scene where this <laughs> guy's going to sacrifice himself. He pulls a pin on this grenade so this this creature can eat him. And he would blow it up from the inside. We've seen that done in movies, and that's what we think is going to happen. And the monster just flicks him away. We see him flying into the side of a mountain and then explodes. And it's just out of nowhere. There's yeah. so many times that it sets up expectations for what you think is going to happen and then just completely flips it on its head. Yeah. An another one is the... the uh, I, I can't remember his name, but uh, Toby... Kebble, I think, is the actor. Um, the guy that had the son oh. and was writing the Dear Billy oh, letters. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. First of all, this, he's a relatively known actor. And he it's established that he's got this son and he's got to get home to the son and all the other guys like him. And then he just dies. Right, yeah, that was, it was pretty <laughs> just sudden. Just out of nowhere. It was pretty sudden. And it's like, well, man, this movie's just... You can't know what to expect because yeah, it does that enough times that you're like, man, I don't. Right, they, I guess they I do can't it with a lot. Of, like they they just kill him real quick. They kill Samuel Jackson real quick. They kill John Goodman real quick. Yeah, like, everybody. 
like that nobody nobody really has these like death scenes they there, just kind yeah. of die there's not that deadpool 2 death scene where it's drawn out right. <laughs> <laughs> and, he's, and they have the sad words in the set there's not that these people just die and, and it's like oh my god okay this is happening i really like that about this movie yeah no i, I that that is something that i can i can definitely appreciate um and and i do appreciate how liberally they put Kong in his movie. Yes. Um, especially after 2014 when there was barely any Godzilla in a movie that's called Godzilla. When when Skull Island came out, they're like, all right, you want King Kong? Here you go. Here he is. Have some more. Um, and I hope that that trend continues. I know that, uh, you know, for everything else about the movie aside, there were a decent amount of monsters in king of the monsters and hopefully when godzilla vs kong comes out there's a decent amount of monster fighting there as well there won't be (laughs) (laughs) there will be there absolutely will be the question is not how much there will be it's how well it's shot yeah because my issue wasn't the the amount of monsters in king of monsters it was how just poorly it was shot sure um but you know it's the same guy that did your next so that gets me excited i'm not gonna lie (laughs) uh one one thing one issue and slight issue um, I, I they did try, so I give them credit. They they tried to give Kong this personality, but I don't think that shown through enough. At least for me, especially, and I don't know if it's a fair comparison, but especially compared to the what was it two thousand five, the Peter Jackson King Kong. Yeah, this Kong did not have nearly the personality as no. that Kong. Uh, it was more just. A monster, and I think part of that's they focus on other monsters and other creatures and the adventure aspect. But we did get kind of glimpses. Of we did, yes. What he could be, maybe down the road. Yeah, I, I, I think that like the scene with but her do, touching him. That was whatever the yeah. the whole scene of him eating the squid. I think was supposed to show personality, I guess. But it, I, it, he's but just it, does it, he, he's just an animal. That's, but does he really need to have like this? big personality yes well especially especially with um you know the fact that they these monsters have a dynamic that was that in a hierarchy that was established in king of the monsters yeah but this one's before yeah but it it needs to it it still needs to play into that because you got to keep the the continuity in the it's all part of the same universe don't mess up the continuity (laughs) i think I don't know. I guess as we see him more, like like you said, Steve, as we see him more, I think that he will kind of get that that personality, and especially when he's fighting Godzilla. However, they're going to set that up. Uh, I mean, because Godzilla was given somewhat of a personality, more so than in the O uh, five version than the the O five the O five the <laughs> the fourteen ver. I was thinking of Kong still uh, <laughs> the fourteen version than than King of Monsters, but. I don't know. I, I just feel like in the in the O five version of King Kong, we had him. He felt he had these human qualities, but also these this kind of just playful animal qualities to him, like where he would he would kill the T Rex and then just kind of play with his jaw and and <laughs> like he was just this, this dumb animal. And this this Kong felt more like just like puff chest brute strength. Yeah, king of the of Skull Island. You right. Know? It wasn't necessarily this personality i guess i don't know maybe, sure. maybe i'm just wanting too much i guess no and, and i i you know you know you're, you're you're right like they didn't really do anything with with the character of king kong other than he is the protector of skull island and that's it well uh, he's a gorilla you know what i mean and like or what are gorillas known for puff chest well yes but gorillas are also playful you go to the zoo and stand by the gorillas for two minutes you see their personality I see lazy gorillas all the time. That's, <laughs> but you that's still true. see them like picking their butts and stuff, like <laughs> or picking so, shit out of their hair. Sh- Shane wanted that scene <laughs> with King Kong yeah, picking his butt. Dude, I would have loved that, or like just digging his finger in his ear and like sniffing it and flicking it, or like just give him, <laughs> just give him some sort of gorilla personality. This was more, this was more of a monster personality than a gorilla personality. I think that was my issue with it. I wanted more of like, the. The 05 version, Peter Jackson's version, felt like just a giant gorilla. It felt like a gorilla. This yeah. felt more like a monster. Right. And that, 
I think is also just due to how Kong was designed. Like he looks like a gorilla, but he he's not. He's a he's a humanoid gorilla. Yeah, like more he, humanoid, like standing right, on he, two legs. Yeah, he stands version. upright. He he walks like a a, a man. Um, so he's definitely like they they establish real quick like this is not just an overgrown gorilla. Yes. This is kaiju. Yes. Um, but I don't know. I mean, it's interesting to see where they take him in the next movie. One one of the things I wanted to get to was how well I thought they built this world. You can the you first get it where they're going through this huge lightning storm to get through this. It makes it seem like a different world. And then they get to this world and they show all these different characters, like the spider, the what the yeah. moose, elk yeah. thing, uh, just all the different ca- creatures they had the, in this world. The giant log that was a, yeah. turned out to be a creature. Yeah, you. I enjoyed that too. It it truly made it feel like this exotic island. Like I said, it felt like a different planet at yeah. times yeah. where you just had no idea how how anything worked on this island. Right. It, it it reminded me a lot of um, the first Jurassic Park, where they they get to the island and here's all these animals that we've never actually seen before and and let's figure out yeah and the humans the just don't know how, yeah right. that's exactly it how how do we fit in this uh, like food chain or this this kind of uh, this this world that we don't belong in how where where is our place in, in the hierarchy and yeah. of course you got the Sam Jackson character that thinks it's on top, right, and the others that are just kind of like, we don't belong here. Let's just get the hell out of here, right? And then John C. Riley. And then, <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I, I call him. them skull crawlers. Yeah. Why? Oh, that that actually reminds <laughs> me. Uh, some of the humor fell a little flat to me. Uh, pretty much any time. Uh, what, uh, what Loki? I, why, I can't even think of his real name. Tom, Hiddleston. Um, Hiddleston. Tom Hiddleston. Hiddleston. Loki. I, anytime Hiddleston or Brie Larson tried to be funny, it was. Did they ever try to be funny? Uh, uh, the, have, the most, the biggest one was that scene where he calls them skull crushers, and they're like, "Oh no, 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 that's fine," and they're kind of trying to do oh, this like sure. riffing off, and it just. You're not a funny acting, a funny actor. You're not good with that timing. You're not. You could tell they were not comfortable doing it. Right. And so it fell flat. But a lot of the humor with the other characters that were good at that, John C. Riley, even that Shea Wiggum who did a more kind of uh, straight face type of humor, that was hilarious. That There were some good humor, but when those two tried to do it, it fell flat to me. Yeah. I thought uh, John C. Riley was perfect for this role. Oh, yeah. I mean, the first time you see him, he pops out, and he's got, like, this curly, <laughs> like, afro yeah. and beard, and you're just like, like, he's, like, his, like, face and features were just perfect for this role. And I think part of that is, too, is you just imagine, so he's been living with this tribe, I, I guess, of people that don't speak, don't emote, they're just this straight-faced, they, they literally don't speak, and they don't... He says he's never seen them even smile. So you just imagine him, this character, living with <laughs> those people for for however many years. What, 20, years. Yeah. I want to see <laughs> like that. The interactions, movie. right. Like it, it, And I just... Um, you see him surrounded by those people, and you're like, oh, my God, that, <laughs> that would be hilarious. And I, I think all his interactions kind of asking questions about... Like him asking about the Cubs, like, oh, the Cubs win yet? And this and yeah. that. Like him trying to find out how the world has been for the past 27 years. What about the war? Did we win? <laughs> Which war? <laughs> oh, <Yeah>. that makes sense. <laughs> and that's, what, that's what I mean. Like The human characters were good enough to me. The, they weren't great, but I don't need that. And I don't necessarily yeah. want that because in order for great characters to be there, you need to spend time on them. Yeah. And I don't want monster movies spending that much time on the humans. Give me enough to get to know them and then show monsters fighting. And this movie did that. This movie was exactly what I would want from a monster movie. And it did, a, in my opinion at least, I don't know if you guys agree, I think it did a good job of meshing that the Vietnam War feel with the monster movie feel. Sure. Uh, and the the one thing that I will never stop praising this movie for, is it had one of the coolest soundtracks. Yes. 
of any movie. Just did. give me that 70s classic rock I love. And, mm-hmm. and it added to that just kind of fun, like, all right, this is, this is going to be a blast. And the soundtrack, even the original music, though, that kind of, like, it it merged the the kind of trippy horrific sound of something like apocalypse now with that kind of tribal lost island type of kong type of music i think the music was fantastic if i had a gripe about any sign sound design it would be uh kong didn't sound intimidating i guess i i felt like his his roar his growls should be yeah you know watching watching this movie i was like how is he gonna fight godzilla i was like he doesn't stand a chance yeah godzilla has that presence even in king of monsters the sound design and, and just kind of his like he felt like the king of the monsters at times where they would they would set up this shot and it's just him and it's just like oh shit okay this dude means business mm-hmm, mm-hmm. there was not the, I feel like that's the one scene that should have been where where after he wins he kind of beats his chest and he roars and uh-huh. it's like this should be more epic. Right. And I don't know if it was sound design or what that kind of it, made it feel flat. Yeah, yeah, maybe because uh, you're you're expecting like he he doesn't have anything that's iconic um, with his sound. Like you think Godzilla, you have the the iconic Godzilla yes. roar. Uh, the T-Rex has that iconic roar. Kong doesn't really have anything. It just is like, that's uh, not, that's not. He, he kind of just grunts throughout this movie. He right. never really like actually roars. I think he maybe roars like what, once in this movie? And I think I think part of it too is is maybe just how they, he just kind of has this old man grumpy face throughout the whole movie. <laughs> so So there's, in in the O four version of Kong, you had this playful gorilla, and then when it went down, he got mad, and you could see that moment when he got mad, and when he pounded his chest, he was pissed, and that was his like, oh oh shit, okay, this guy's serious now moment. Mm-hmm. It's hard to do that when you're just got this Clint Eastwood scowl on your face the whole time. Yeah. Is he mad now, or is he just kind of he's still grumpy? I don't right. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Uh, do you guys? Uh, we're getting to the end of the episode, time wise. Yeah, let's wrap it up then. Um, I guess first of all, did he prove it? Did he prove it? I think he did. You know, I, I still like. I don't agree with everything that he said, but I did enjoy the movie. So I, I think overall, he proved his point. I agree. I I think he proved his point. I think this movie's a blast. It's one of, if not the best. It's it's the best monster movie of this decade. I'll tell you that if <laughs> if we made that list, this would be number one. I think it's incredible. I I love it. Yeah, I'd agree. I think he proved it. I really enjoyed this movie. I thought it was a blast watching, and it just flew by. All right, all right. Uh, so give me scores. Give me scores. Who's first? Who wants to go first? Sure, I'll I'll I'll, I'll kick it off. Um, so I think I'm I'd probably give the movie like a seven. Um, because it doesn't sound very confident. well. I mean, because <laughs> it's it's like I I was going back and forth in my head if I wanted to give it higher or not, but I think I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna settle on seven. Um, because it, it is a very well shot movie. Um, but just most of the performances kind of fell flat for me. I I didn't really um like the character of Kong, even though the action was was really good. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna give it a seven. All right, all right, all right, Shane. I am going to give it an eight. I think it's a, that that's a B plus. It's on the low end of the B plus, but I think it's at least that. This movie's a blast. It's an it's. I loved seeing Sam Jackson. Uh, I he had enough of those Sam Jackson moments to make it fun. A lot of the characters were fun. John C. Riley is is just he. This was my second time watching, it and he still just made me laugh nonstop throughout. He should do more movies. <laughs> he really should. The visuals were fantastic it was shot better than any monster movie i've seen yeah i i love it it's an eight steve yeah i'm gonna give it a 775 i thought this this like shane said this movie is so fun to watch john c Riley is hilarious in this um the monster fight scenes were filmed fantastic compared to like shane said anything in this decade um 
yeah, overall, it's just a very fun movie. All right. Final score is 7.59, which is a B. Correct? Yep. Uh, let's play a little quick game. Pop quiz, asshole. This or Sandlot? <laughs> Man, uh, Sandlot's I guess, timeless. I, I guess Sandlot. Yeah, I go with that. It's hard yeah. to compare those two. <laughs> uh, spotlight. This. this. Dogma. This. this. Oh God. This. <laughs> I think I go Dogma. I love that movie. Silence of the Lambs. Oh, this. Yeah, that's a better movie. I'd rather watch this again. Agreed. Wait, what? Silence is a better movie. That's a better movie. movie, comma, but I'd rather watch this. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I thought you said, that's a better movie. I'd rather watch this. <laughs> no, 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 that, no. Silence is a, yeah, probably a much better movie, but yeah, this is just more fun. Exorcist. This. This. Same as Silence, though. Exorcist yeah. is a better movie. Yeah. I agree. It comes at night. This. this. Uh, Go ahead, Steve. Yeah, this. Big. This. 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 Children of Men. This. This. Is this really it, entertainment I, value, man? This is this is an incredibly entertaining I, movie. I think a lot of these that you're mentioning are better movies. Yes, but this is more fun to watch. All right, here we go. The ultimate test. <clears throat> the fifth element. Oh, the, the fifth, fifth element. element. All day, <laughs> all day, every time. <laughs> I won't lie. That's that that John's ten on that is. I mean, um, I can't yeah, argue. It's, it's a perfect movie. Yeah. Mission Impossible Fallout. This Fallout. this 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 Fallout. The raid. The raid. The raid. It man. It man. It man. Deadpool. Deadpool. The last samurai. This. 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 Mm, Starship Troopers. Starship Troopers. <laughs> Probably yeah. Starship Troopers. What? Dude, yeah. that movie's. <laughs> I love that movie. That movie's a blast the too, knees. man. All right, so seven point five nine for Kong Skull Island, uh, proven correct. Yes. Uh, there's a lot of the. Good things said about this movie. Um, what's what's your pick for next week, Shane? I ha- you know what I have decided. I've been flip flopping. I don't know. I'm I'm gonna shoot for the moon on this one because I know oh, the chances God. of people agreeing are not not very high. I swear to God, if it's something with Scott Adkins, I'm choosing so Scott Adkins. Best no. <laughs> I'm choosing. I'm choosing. Uh, ready or not, Debs, calling and. It. While I think all of you will like it, this is the hard part. I am saying that it is the best horror movie of this year. I already don't agree, but <laughs> I want to be on that one because I want to watch that movie I, again. I would rather... And and I want to preface that. I, I want to explain why I'm saying that. Most of why I'm saying that is because of entertainment value. Us is obviously a better made movie. It It's written with more... The themes... It has more themes. It explores more things. But... Ready or Not is the most entertaining and fun and rewatchable horror movie of 2019. Interesting. Agreed already. Isn't is <laughs> Midsummer a horror movie? It is. And I would. Shane hated I think it. this is a better movie and more entertaining. I think Midsummer. It's definitely is more trash. entertaining. Um, but Midsummer was a much better made movie. I think it's well made trash though. Mike. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, did you have a pick for? I, I don't. You don't. Not all right. yet. Not yet. We all right. Will, I don't uh, care what Mike's picking. I'm watching Ready or Not. <laughs> I will. Uh, you'll you'll hear about my pick on Monday. How about I kind of want Aaron on Ready or Not since she's a horror movie hater. A he man woman hater. Oh yeah, yeah. What, what is she man? What is it? He man women haters club. Yeah. I think he would find a way to hate that movie. Aaron's part of the he man horror haters club. <laughs> All right, so seven point five nine for Kong Skull Island. Check us out on Monday for a review of what's what the movie again? Ready, Ready or, or not. not? Ready or not? Twenty nineteen film. Uh, go to our website moviereviewcrew.com in the meantime or send us an email at podcast moviereviewcrew.com yes one more thing before we leave the other reason I, f- I forgot to mention that I want Aaron on it uh, I also think uh, the actress in Ready or Not I can't think of her name right now Ooh, Charlie Theron um, no You're it's just gonna ignore me okay <laughs> I think she that's it's the best performance in a horror movie Better than Florence Pugh in Midsummer. Samara Weaving. Samara Weaving, yes. Hugo's daughter. Uh, <laughs> it literally is. I, I'm not being funny. No, no. I, I, <laughs> I, I like how you say, oh, Hugo's daughter. Yeah. Well, I mean, she hasn't made a name for herself quite yet, but uh, it's the best performance in an, in a horror movie this year, easily. Better than Florence Pugh in Midsummer. Interesting. 
Better than actually no, I forgot about us. It's the second. I was gonna, say, best. I was gonna say better than Lupita Nyong'o. No, yeah. no, I no. Was, I won't go that far. I forgot about. I it's like, the second best. <laughs> it's the second best performance in a horror movie. I kind of want to see. This I rescind. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Interesting. Interesting. All right. So ready or not, on Monday's episode. Uh, anything else, gentlemen? That's it. Tell All your right. friends. Well, I gotta. Oh, sorry. Oh. No, go ahead. No. Sorry. Don't tell them yet. Wait. 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 Someone on the show. Tell your friends. Let's go. But inconspicuously. Through the window. Lady, I'm afraid I'm going to have to ask you to leave the store. Okay, that's it. Where are you guys? I'm going home. Game over, man. Game over. What are we going to do now? What are we going to do? Good night. And good luck. Thank you for listening to another episode of Movie Review Crew. Remember to like us and find us on any of your favorite social media platforms, as well as go to our website, moviereviewcrew.com. You're still here? It's over. Go home. Go.